Welcome back to another episode of Made to Make It. Oh yeah, I am Marche, the one and only here to let you know that even though you may be going through it, you are made to make it through it. Oh yeah. So as usual, we have had a very active week. It's always something going on and I'm going to get right into it. First thing first, shout out to Meg the Stallion. Man, she had to sue her label for a million dollars and the right to release music again. Say they didn't get into a little dispute soon as she asked to renegotiate her contract. You know, she rolling with real hitters now. You know, she done signed with Rock Nation. So in Rock Nation, they went over her contracts like, did you know that 60% of your earnings is going to the label? And all of your money coming from performing. Did you know that? Well, no, I ain't even see that. Yeah, well, we need to renegotiate that. It's all cool. I'm, I'm finna call them in the morning. She called them in the morning and they went off on her ass that afternoon. Check it out. No, we're not renegotiating nothing. Well, she said, look, here, I got the real people on deck. Then, look, here, I'm going to have to sue you then. You know what I'm saying? You ain't giving me nothing but 10000 advance. That ain't nothing for the money I done made you back. You know what I'm saying? So she had to take them to court. Label was 1501, owned by an ex-baseball uh, player. And uh, she just, you know, she finding out the real. The music industry is full of hitters, sharks. Man, they don't play. They want to get you for everything. They purchase your masters with an advance. And then you got to pay your way to get your masters back. Like, wait a minute. This is my music. You ain't did nothing. You provided the studio and maybe a hot producer or something. But other than that, you ain't did nothing. But you got my shit. No, no. I don't like that. But that's how the music industry go. And there are countless stories of this exact same instance taking place. Shout out Sly and the Family Stone. Shout out Macy going through it right now. 112. Damn near the whole bad boy roster. I don't see how did he just stay up. But you know he in tune with the right one. Because all his artists are down. They looking for music. They uh, just out here looking for shit. You know what I'm saying? And they had all created some great music, sometimes classics. They, uh, a lot of them got hits, you know what I'm saying? But they are broke. They still torn. Diddy ain't giving them shit. He's like, man, I done made you millions. He's like, yep, and you're going to keep making me millions, and I'm not giving up nothing. So, you know, you have to learn that the music industry is a dangerous place. And the artist really gets into it for the love of music. You know, the artist is an entertainer. They just want to be heard. They don't really care about all the business aspects of it. And that's the most important. Because that's how you get paid after you can't sing no more. You know, you've been singing 10, 20 years, whatever. And now you want to go on to something different. Or you just, you tired of it. But you can still get paid off of it. Off of the residuals. From you having a great career or a one-hit wonder, whatever it is. But when you're dealing with people like Diddy and Pebbles and Babyface and the list goes on, you really have to have lawyers, your lawyers, who have your best interests at heart, and you have to have them read the contract. A lot of people 
uh, seeing as they artists, they young, you know, they just want to get their voice out there. So the label put a contract in front of them, and they can't wait to sign. They can't wait to tell their friends, oh, you know, I signed to a label. I did this, I did that. I'm booming now. I'm finna, I'm finna be on. No, you ain't, you ain't about to be on quite yet. And all that advance money they just gave you, you gotta make that shit back. But one thing I learned from listening to Miss Selena Johnson on a uh, on the Breakfast Club that she did earlier in the month was she said that a lot of labels write that shit off. They just write it off, and that's the best part about having a business is the write-offs are astronomical. You can write your life off if you know how to do it right. So, you know, the artist really has to know how to move and navigate through this crazy world. And a lot of artists only know one aspect of it, which is the entertainment part. You know, they just know, I know how to sing. Well, I know you know how to sing, but now we need to attract people to your shows and shit so now that we got to get a marketing plan together you want to get some special djs uh special producers and make this be this, this and all this cost and they charging you for everything ain't nothing free no no ain't nothing free they racking up a list on your ass taking notes yeah, you stayed at this hotel. Uh, yeah, you used two packs of butter that day. Uh-huh, yeah. You drank uh, about three coffees. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each each coffee was uh, $5, you know what I'm saying? And all that adds up over time. Oh, yeah, we flew you out here first class. We flew you over there first class. We bought such such in for you on first class. Wait a minute, I didn't ask you to bring them on no motherfucking first class. Nigga, I said, put them on the plane. You know what I'm saying? Where they sit on the plane, shh, I could care less as long as they get here. You know what I'm saying? In a timely fashion. You know, but the business industry is is really sharks. You know, you really have to have a, a what's in it for me mentality all the time. And that's really how you become successful. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it seems like that's the blueprint that they show you uh, of success. Now, there are other ways to be successful, but they don't get highlighted. You know, they don't. They don't get noticed by the media, you know. It's not a special running on them and how they did stuff different and still made. Here in America, the media is real powerful, and they love bullshit. They love bad shit, you know. They say a lot, make it around the world before the truth put his pants on. So what is it about us that we love the drama? We love the bullshit. I'm talking about the masses here. You know, this ain't really pertaining to a certain group because this is the public. Everybody is listening to the same shit. You know, they got the same newscasters, uh, you know, news networks. And, you know, we got Facebook and Twitter. So we seeing the same memes. So, you know, the shit go viral. It got two, three million views. Uh, you know, it's, it's all type of stuff. And we just love the negativity. Like with Snoop Dogg and him calling Gail out. All of a sudden, oh, it's, oh, well, why he do that to Gail? And he wrong for saying that to Gail. Wait a minute, she fucked up. Spear point blank. Now, I don't think he fucked up. All he said was a dog face bitch. No, it wasn't face head. Dog headed bitch. Mm. You just let her know you messing up. Fuck, come get you. Come fuck with you. What's Look. I don't know about you, but I don't know why Gail is famous. What is her talent? Please let me know why she is on the screen 
on a regular basis. Her voice is not what it need to be, a.k.a. spectacular. All I know is she know Oprah, so since she know Oprah, she famous. And that's the power of fame. Your best friend be famous just because y'all always together and the cameras is always on her. You always next to her, so the camera's going to end up being on you. They're going to, oh, who is you? What's your name? Oh, yeah, I'm Gail Kane. Woo, And she been rolling with that since day one. I think they in a relationship together because I ain't seen Stedman yet. I seen him about 15, 20 years ago. And since then, I've been seeing her with Gail on a regular basis, all type of events. You ain't fucking with Stedman no more, shorty? No, 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 no. But you know, it's a new age. It's a new time. And Open Gale's in a different circle. They really run with the elite. Run with the power shakers and movers of the world, actually. You know, so when it comes to other black people, they probably feel as though they are above them. Because they run in certain circles. That has that elitist mindset. And... Really, that's all it is, is a mindset, you know what I'm saying? And so they feel like they better than they could talk down on anyone. They feel like they better than people, you know. And I heard Oprah say, well, I'm not scared of a, a Russell Simmons, you know what I'm saying? Because she see him as beneath her. And here in America, well, America don't care about black men. So you can say whatever you want to say about black men. Good, bad, and different. Most of the time it's bad. And they cool with that. They not finna make you apologize for calling him out his name or saying something slanderous or straight lying. Nah, you ain't got to apologize for that. You know, we don't care about that. But you say something about a white woman, uh-oh. You know, you got to you got to apologize till your lips fall off. And so, you know, we got to understand what we get, understand who we dealing with. Understand it's a class system here in America. You got the upper class and the lower class, so to speak, you know. And the only way this bullshit really works is with the boule. See, they the bottom of the upper class. They all, uh, 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 many of them is melanated. And so, the, you know, you want to feel different. You don't want to feel like the house Negro. No, you want to be better than him, don't you? All right, well, I'm going to let you in. But you can't let no other house niggas in now. You can't let no other field niggas in. No niggas, period. And I'm going to let you in. But you got to stop anybody else. And I need you to infiltrate different groups and all this so you can let me know what they really talking about, what they really planning. Because if I do it, they going to see me coming. But if you do it, then it's going to be a surprise. And I'm going to catch them slipping. Because you know they'll tell everything to you. They ain't going to tell me a damn thing. So shout out to the boule for really fucking the shit up and keeping the bullshit going. Because that's the only way you could keep... Uh, people down, and you not the majority. See, it's way more poor people than it is rich people. So, you know, you wonder how the hell do they rule and just stay in the position? Well, they got they few minions that they done picked out the crowd and invited them on up, and they told them, look, you need to make sure you don't let nobody else pass this gate. Peer point blank. And that's what they do. They ain't letting nobody else pass the gate. If you want to get past the gate, you gonna have to jump through a window or something. Other than that, they ringing an alarm. Oh, we got one. We got one trying to get in, boss. So you gotta understand that it's crazy out here, but that's the world we live in. So next, we want to get right on into the coronavirus. I believe they say it's been four deaths in America, four confirmed deaths uh, caused by the coronavirus. So I was reading, and the CDC says. 
if you feel as though you have been you have contracted the coronavirus please call your doctor do not just come in saying you sick no 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 that's not what we about to do you come in and fuck up the whole room you ain't about to do that shit call us let us know you feel like you came in contact with the coronavirus and I'm going to have Amazon drop some shit off to you in the next 24 to 48 hours. But don't you bring your ass in here. Call for this shit. You're going to fuck up the whole room. And I always wondered, how did, excuse me, how did doctors always come in contact with shit? And they don't really be getting sick. They never really get sick. But on this one, they said, look, don't you bring your ass in here. Call somebody, anybody. But don't show up coughing and sneezing on motherfuckers. Now you done infected the whole room. And reading up on it, you can have uh, symptoms for like two weeks, not even though you got the shit. It's uh, fever, cough, uh, sore throat. It seems like the cold, I ain't gonna lie. You know, shortness of breath. Like you got the cold or a flu. So, if you got that, then I feel bad for you. Just stay your ass in the house. That's what I suggest, if you got it. And if you out you coughing, you need to cough in your forearm. Don't be out just hatch, hatch. No, don't do that. Don't please don't do that. And one of the bad parts about it is a lot of people don't have sick days or sick time stored up where they could take time off even if they feel as though they are under the weather. They got to go to work. Even still they coughing and sneezing and all type of shit. They you know, they feeling bad. But them bills don't stop. And your boss might give you a day out. But two or three days, that's a lot. So you have to understand that people are not even in position to take days off and really take care of themselves. Because a lot of people out here living check to check. Simple as that, man. The way America got it, man. Look, we not really going to give you a living wage. We going to give you just enough to keep your little shit. You making payments on it. It ain't even yours yet. You know, and it should do every month. Rent, light bill, gas bill. All that is due every month. Car no insurance. It's due every month. Every 30 days. They ain't playing with you. Give them day money. Or they cutting shit out. So, you know, with people in that position, they ain't got time to be worrying about being sick or no shit like that. They got to keep their life running. You know what I'm saying? And that's the bad part about it. Because... Your health is your wealth. It's as simple as that. If you are not healthy and you don't feel good, then you going to be putting out bad energy. You ain't really going to be putting your all in the shit. Because you coffee, you're under the weather, but you still out trying to do shit. Come on, don't do that. Stay home, drink some tea. You know what I'm saying? Just, just get better and take care of yourself. That's what I want you to do. If you cough on me, I'm going to hit you. I ain't got time to be playing. My immune system is cool. We all we already had that discussion. Don't you let nobody be coughing and sneezing on y'all that other shit. Tell me, oh no, I didn't mean whatever. You know how to cover your motherfucking mouth when you sneezing and coughing. You've been taught that. And if you ain't been taught it, I will teach it to you from a distance. Look at me. Huh. You see how I put my whole face in my forearm? That's what you need to do. Don't you put your shit in your hand and you spreading all your motherfucking fingers and all that shit that went through your fingers it still and got all on me. No, you need to sneeze and cough right in your forearm. That shit don't be just a surprise. You know when you finna sneeze. You know you finna cough. You feel that shit. So prepare yourself. It don't take long to put your face to your forearm or bring your forearm to your face. 
And that's what you need to do because this shit is serious. Whenever the doctor say don't come to me, just call me. That's the realest shit ever. That's the most severe shit. Because docs are usually like, you know, we need to run some tests. We got to, you know, get a full makeup of what's really going on. We got to get a, get some blood, get some urine. We got to see what's really going on with you. But when they say don't come in, just call. Oh, shit. What the fuck is all here? Some shit that's super contagious. Super, super contagious. I'm telling you, you just down there. Look at a motherfucker too long and they can have that shit. That's fucked up. And and that takes us to our next. It's not an event, but it's a great show. And the name of the show is called Hunters. With Al Pacino. It's on Amazon Prime. So Amazon Prime got this new show called Hunters Out. At first I wasn't going to watch it, but I ended up binge watching that motherfucker. Because this shit good as hell. And it talks about how after the war and the fall of Hitler that America invited over 1,600 uh, German scientists over so they could utilize their knowledge, you know what I'm saying? You can't unring a bell. So all that uh, great shit you know about science, we need y'all over here so y'all can help us do what we doing. And so they brought over over 1,600 scientists that was torturing people and all other shit. They brought them over on free passes. You're going to be a whole new person. We got your new citizenship. You got your new name, house. We got your fund, $100,000 plus. All type of good shit. Come on right over here. I know y'all just did some fucked up shit, you know. But uh, we do fucked up shit too. So, you know, great minds think alike looking ass. And... Apparently, a group of Jews, because they was just like, fam, I remember you as a sick son of a bitch that beat me for two days straight. What the fuck is you doing in the market? <laughs> At the grocery store. You know, they just start calling motherfuckers out. Just, there he is right there. Who the fuck is he? The motherfucker that did the fucked up shit to me. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing here? And so, you know, they had a lot of people that was working for the government, and they were able to look up... Uh, people documentation and citizenship and see that these are German Nazis and these motherfuckers is over here in America. Oh no, nah, you ain't you ain't getting away with that. They like no nah, they didn't put a group together to track down each and every uh, Nazi that they knew and they killed them. And you know what? I understand. Because watching that uh show, the series, and having and seeing the flashbacks I've never really been one to really look into the Holocaust. Because for me, I know slavery was the worst thing going. The Holocaust was, that was, it wasn't, it wasn't like slavery. But that shit was fucked up too, don't get me wrong. That shit was, um, that was some barbaric shit. But they was trying to really create a certain type of human being. And that's not the first time that shit has happened. They did that shit in Australia with the breeding process and how they bred out a lot of the melanin out of the, uh, citizens and killed off a lot of them and well over here in america they just killed them there was no enslaving or nothing they just put a price on their head and killed off the natives but over in uh, germany they would have to get your name uh did a lineage test or whatever it was if you was jewish they was putting them in internment camps 
And they had scientists doing the shit. So the goal was to make the perfect human being a blonde haired blue eyed motherfucker. And that's what they was going for. So it was a goal behind that shit. Whereas with the slavery thing, that was property and money. So they didn't plan on stopping that shit at all. With excuse me, with the with the Holocaust. They planned on stopping that shit when they uh made the perfect human being. A meantime, between time, they just have, they have motherfuckers working, you know, treat them like slaves. That's really what they was, you know, a property. And they didn't care about their lives at all. The shit was crazy. It's always heartbreaking when you see people uh, getting enslaved, lose their dignity and integrity. And now you just like property of another person, which is so fucked up. I really feel like you can never be property of another person. You are thinking organism. You make up your own fucking mind. And people who think that they could buy another person are really evil people. And you really need to stay away from them. But it's still motherfuckers out there like that today. I remember reading last year where slavery was back in Libya. They were selling melanated people, black people over at the, on the stake or altar, whatever the fuck you want to call it. $1,500, rubies, whatever you want to call it. But that was really going on. That was really a thing. I don't know if it's still there going on because I'm not in Libya. But just because they stopped talking about it, that don't mean that shit stopped happening. Just like Flint, you know. We not really talking about Flint no more. But they water still fucked up. So, you know, the Holocaust is really, really bad. But they really run shit. Like, it's a lot of people that can't even say shit about the Jewish community. And uh, Farrakhan is one of them. Because every time he say something, they, oh, he anti-Semitic and all this other shit. What? He ain't doing shit but telling the truth. Now, you don't want to hear the truth. What's wrong with you? You know, a lot of people, and my thing is, how do you figure out somebody's Jewish? Because to me, these ain't nothing but a whole bunch of white people. Pig point blank. So how, how do you figure out who is who? You have to talk to them and get to know them and have them say their name and where they from not even really where they from because one thing about a name it says a lot about you so you know there's out oh, that's a jewish name that's a jewish name you jewish you you getting in the van like all right because the way they did it with the slavery thing they just did it straight off skin color period point blank you got black skin something wrong with you we ain't got to be talking to you figure out who you is where you come from none of that shit all we need to know is that your skin is black and there's something wrong with you. That's how we going to chalk that up. So with the Holocaust, it was, that's how I look at it. The shit was, and they didn't have their knowledge of themselves stripped. They always knew that they was Jewish. They always talked about their past and they really loved each other. Shit, they was together. You know what I'm saying? They uh went in internment camps. Uh, it was tortured and there are many survivors. Shout out to the survivors. Uh, Y'all are some strong individuals. Great spirits. And I feel bad for the uh, people that lost their lives doing that. Because that was really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I know burning, getting burnt alive, that's the worst pain. With getting burnt and, and having pregnancy. Uh, giving birth, rather. That's the worst pain in the, in the world. And they was burning motherfuckers alive in chems. Uh, that's what they call them. So that was real fucked up. But that ties into the coronavirus. Because this coronavirus is this some new shit. And you could have the shit and not even know you have it. 
And when they tell your ass, if you think you got it, stay home. Just call. Call me. I'll send Amazon over with some shit for you in the next 24 to 48 hours. But don't show up here coughing and shit, bitch. You gonna give me the shit. You know what I'm saying? So that really leads to me thinking about the scientists and how there are think tanks in America. You know, they have a group of scientists that solve whatever problem that you put in front of them. It don't matter how long it takes. It could take months, years, whatever. They gonna do it. They gonna solve that problem. They great at that. So, you know, when you got a group of scientists, a group of really smart individuals, and once you put your mind to something, you're going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what it is. You just got to stay focused. And that's what they do. And this coronavirus seemed like this shit was made. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no, I don't know what this is. No, this shit seemed like it was put together. It was concocted and let loose, unfortunately. Because I remember when AIDS was uh, put out, they tell motherfuckers that oh yeah this was from a monkey somebody fucked a monkey somebody in africa fucked a monkey get your stupid ass out of here ain't nobody fucking monkeys monkeys ain't getting fucked you ain't about to fuck no monkey without you getting motherfucking maimed if a motherfucker did fuck a monkey you'd be like yeah that's the motherfucker that fucked the monkey you see how his whole left side gone yeah that's what the monkey did <laughs> you know what i'm saying because motherfucking monkeys are strong as fuck so you ain't just about to be walking up on a monkey with your motherfucking dick out like yeah we're gonna, we're gonna fucking shot this monkey no that's not what's gonna happen but that's what they put out because they feel like the public is slow like that's some shit you will tell a retarded person. yeah he fucked the monkey okay he fucked the monkey nigga ain't nobody fucking no motherfucking monkeys that shit was put together in the lab i remember him my teacher talk about the shit so you can have the shit 10 years and not even know it bitch did you say i could have aids or hiv for 10 years and not even know it that's some shit that was concocted now they got some new shit called hiv prep this commercial been coming on for the last motherfucking six months and they say this they say the shit so smooth oh yeah you want to take hiv prep you want to take a pill a day for the rest of your life no bitch who is you talking to who the fuck is that why y'all got motherfuckers taking pills popping all these motherfucking pills you want to get motherfuckers used to popping pills talking about hiv prep don't gay sex lead to hiv like man on man action no i'm not doing that i'm not about to get ready for no shit like that get the fuck out of here you gonna make me hurt you that's what you're gonna make me do because you keep talking about bullshit talking about hiv prep and AIDS. look at here, here, here y'all need to stop that yeah you do what you want to do but keep that shit over there shout out to free will hey look if you're it's your asshole you want to run through that motherfucker be you and as long as you're doing it with other consenting adults i'm fine but the priest hey they like little boy booty and it seems like a lot of other people like little boy booty the boy scouts <laughs> It's all type of shit. It's, it's really, uh, what's a good word? I'm, I don't want to say nasty, but that's no one is good. The shit is all bad. And they trying to make the shit popular. Like, no, nah, it's cool. You know, ain't nothing wrong with this. Then why the fuck can I con- contract something that will end my life early if ain't nothing wrong with this shit? You know what happens when you have sex? Nothing. Either your shit gonna happen, you gonna have an orgasm, or nine months later, you gonna have a kid. That's what's supposed to happen after you have sex. I don't know what the fuck this new shit is. They got some new lifestyles out here, and these motherfuckers is promoting it. And they is all on Twitter and all on the social media, so they gonna at you and all this other stupid ass shit. 
Like, fam, all I got to do is turn my motherfucker Twitter off. I don't know who the fuck you think, you know what I'm saying, who you talking to. Like, nigga, I can live without Twitter and this bullshit. But I can't live without the truth. And the truth is, that's a fucked up lifestyle. I can't say the lifestyle fucked up. I can say at the end of the night, that shit leads to HIV and AIDS. And that shit ain't cool. Pure point blank. I don't give a fuck who you is or what you say. Don't nobody want HIV. Don't nobody want AIDS. Ain't no motherfucking HIV prep. If you don't get your sick ass away from me, I ain't never heard no shit like that in my life. But that's who we dealing with. They say sick shit like it's normal because they is uh, sick. And that's normal to them over here in America. It's a lot of sick shit that take place on a regular basis. So that would make you seem, you know, make it seem like it's normal. Now we do this all the time. Fam, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm not one of them, when in Rome, do as Romans. Nah, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm going to watch them do some shit, but I'm not joining in. Because these motherfuckers nasty. Pure point blank. I ain't got time to be trying to fit in with some sick motherfuckers. You got your rabbit ass, man. I'd rather be bad my motherfuckers up. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it. Leave me alone. Go ahead and do you. Be you. It's only one you. Hello. So, that's the best part about that. But a lot of people trying to fit in shit. You ain't gonna fit in. It's crazy. I can tell you that right now. You ain't gonna fit in. And if you do fit in, watch out. Huh. Watch out. It's always something crazy. You never know what it is. But just keep paying attention. So, that's been my episode. And that's gonna be the end of that. I wanna thank y'all for listening to another episode of Made to Make It. And you know, I'm Marche, the one and only here to let you know. Even though you may be going through it. You are made to make it, though. Have a great night.